This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it. Feel it. Feel it. Our first guest at this time is Mr. Siabonga Nguenya, a chef by profession who, like so many of us, felt the sting of the pandemic and consequent restrictions in the places it matters most. He joins us on the show at this time to share valuable insights with us on the COVID report. Mr. Nguenya, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Could you please start by talking to us about how COVID-19 affected you personally and professionally and how lockdown led to you losing your job? Hey, how's it, guys? I'm Nguenya, young chef from Solito. Been in the industry for eight years now. I was working for a private bank uh, for about seven years, and I lost the job last year, June. So it was very depressing. After losing the job, I was so depressed. I was stressed. I'm not going to tell my piece. I'm not going to pay rent and stuff like that, you know. So as a creative, I started posting my news on social media and the response of methods. I got so much response from people and they actually pushed me into starting something. And Mr. Nguyenya, please tell us more about the business you're currently running and how it came about. So I'm running a business called Yami Things, an eatery in Soweto around Morocco. I'm all about uh, pushing street food, which is something I feel like people like it and I feel like something people literally buy a bit more. So I opened the business around the 24th of December last year. All I do, I'm doing street food and then there's events hosting as well. So yeah, I managed to employ a few people. But for now, yeah, it's going so well. The support is overwhelming. It's always bad. Obviously, we follow our COVID protocols and restrictions. We try to do everything by the book. Now, Mr. Nguenya, is being a chef something you've always wanted to be? Or is it something that you discovered as a gift because of the lockdown and all of the time that being under lockdown gave you? So my love for cooking goes from way back. I used to try cooking when I was young. But, you know, black house and something like now. The kids in the kitchen is not allowed. They go in the kitchen, go to the garden and stuff like that. So I'm not like really conscious for cooking at a young age, but it's something I always love to do. So I inquired in the culinary school, uh, which was like seven years back. I studied and then uh, graduated and I was hired by a private bank uh, to cook for the executives. It's something I've always wanted to do. I just had to choose between different career paths. And we've seen businesses shutting down lately due to the effects of the lockdown. And you've just given us a personal account of how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected you. So how did you manage to establish yours and keep it running throughout? I think my secret is how my news look. They look so well. They look so good because they cause a lot of sound, like a, a lot of talk out there, you know. So people rob with my news a lot, which I think attracts them more. They just want to come and try these deals. And another thing, when they get to my eatery, whatever they saw in pictures is exactly the same as what they saw in pictures, sometimes even better, you know. So I think my secret is how my news look. It attracts a lot of people and they want to come try this food. Now, Mr. Nguenya, you currently own a street food eatery that you told us about um, eloquently earlier in this discussion. Is it something that you see yourself continuing with post-lockdown, post-COVID-19, if that is a period of time that will ever reach us? Or would you still want to return to the workplace? I've only wanted to leave my work. But you know the fear of working in 9 to 5, that you have a daily salary. And if you stop, then you won't get something every month and, you know, so opening a secretary, I managed to be in control of my finances and I managed to understand my talent and essentially can bring more money, you know. Now because being that my that, that being a business owner, I realized that I actually make more than what I used to get paid when I was working for a private bank. 
So I, I don't see myself uh, going back to work for someone else because, yeah, I feel like I can push this and try to open more branches, you know. And one challenge young people are faced with when it comes to starting their own businesses is capital. And you just mentioned that you don't see yourself ever working for someone else. So you've sort of gained that financial independence. So having lost your job, how did you finance your new business? And what risk management strategy did you apply to ensure that you don't lose everything to the business? So after losing the job, I started posting the news. And then people were commenting that they want to take the news. Where am I selling? Where am I selling? So I told them that I don't have a restaurant. So they were like, just cook in the kitchen, prepare the news. Deliver to us, and we can't catch the news. So I did that for about three to four months, which made me be able to save up a lot for me to start something. Mr. Ngwenya, you mentioned leaving the corporate environment, so to speak, to open the street food eatery for yourself. Could you talk us through the lengths that you've been able to go to, 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 to not only to put this business and get it up and running, but to employ as many people as you possibly could employ people to help you prepare the food, to help serve it out to customers? And could you also talk us through the safety protocols that you've put in place to make sure that the customers that come to your eatery can do so safely, they can eat the food safely, and that you as the person or the team of people preparing the food can do so in as safe fashion as possible? When I started opening the business, obviously I didn't expect we have like huge crowds of people. We started with like three in the kitchen. So first day was just too overwhelming with too much customers. So we tried to get people who can come and assist on weekends because it used to be packed too much on weekends. We'd give them whatever we could give them just for coming to assist. But three months down the line, I realized that, okay, we're actually making enough for us to employ two, three people to be full time. I believe that I'm running the business out of like social media posts. Actually, we've done a lot because people share it a lot and people see it a lot and we post a lot. And every time we post, it's one trend reaching the large crowd of people. So I believe that um, whatever we do in terms of like uh, running it with social media posts actually helps us a lot because it managed to reach a large crowd of people. And in terms of safety protocols, um, it's just a matter of having signs in terms of people not entering without masks. People have to sanitize before they enter and they cannot enter without face masks. And in terms of numbers, we have a limit of number of people that have to sit in the eatery just to make sure that you practice social distancing. And Ms. Nguyenya, what advice would you give to young unemployed people who have recently lost their jobs and are thinking of starting their own businesses? I mean, what personal lessons have you drawn from your own experience, you know, with what you, you underwent from the COVID lockdown? So what I can basically say, um, something that really holds people back is the fear of failure. Yeah, I'm just thinking, what if I start something that doesn't work hard? So what if I start something people don't afford? And I could just say that just start. Just start and then you see from there. The most important thing is going to, to, to just start. As soon as you start, everything is going to work out. And as soon as you start, make sure that you respect your craft and make sure that the quality is the first priority. And another thing, make sure that you respect your customers and also you put them first. So what to just say, what I could just advise them with, that just start. The most important thing is to start. As soon as you start, everything is going to open up. 
don't have a fear of failure. Thank you so much for the valuable insight you've given us, not only into your business's operations, but the role that the community surrounding you has played in keeping your business afloat. It certainly serves as encouragement, not just for us in the studio right now, but for I'm sure for those listening to the COVID report at this moment in time, that um, anything is possible if we all come together. So again, thank you so much for joining us on the COVID report. Thank you. Thank you very much, man. God bless. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vids. By Voice of Vids. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1. Or streams by www.valfm.co.za.